som myslel, že tam nikoho veriť ľudia, tým špinom boli. Ďakujem za pozornosť. Ďakujem za pozornosť. Ďakujem za pozornosť. Ďakujem za Edo, welcome to another edition of the No Choftes podcast on the OLB. Don't forget to like, subscribe, tell your nunna if she's bothered. I'm your host, Stel. I've got Roy again. Ray, I, Joe, I can't remember the last time we did a show together, man. Yeah, it's been, it's been <laughs> some time. Uh, I, I don't remember. How you doing, uh, man? Yeah. I'm good, Nana. I mean, uh, after the Sunday's result, I was... Um, <clears throat> Disappointed, but uh, I'm not going to say that I didn't expect that. I was hoping for maybe a different reaction, but um, it was more of the same that we've been seeing since the beginning of the season. We we did the pod with um, Chris, so if anyone wants to know what we thought of that game, uh, they can go back and watch it. Um, okay, Monday is always a difficult day. Uh, to go back to work beginning of the, the week. Today was uh, a bit more relaxed. And, uh, you know, after last night uh, when uh, uh, it's an opportunity to talk a little bit more. Uh, actually, you know what? Today's show is going to be for, for the followers and the viewers. So... You can lead the way with your input, with your questions, with your daminima dasas. Che na master damena kama mi ano morfisi zidi simbarea na prospasisumen na imaste no somjo iremi borumen na meni maste bolla xeris extremes tezanti drasis mas ya na borumen na kamu na na kume na anore on back and forth meulus. So everyone's welcome up on the show absolutely and look we've got the comments we've got the the link if you want to join the stream we've um i, I call this or should i say we call this the therapy session because while there's so many different platforms on social media you've got facebook twitter twitter tiktok whatever you want to call it instagram everyone's got an opinion but no one really airs their opinions do you get what i'm saying no one is no one wants to actually talk about certain things and discuss it in the open. There's radio shows, there's everything like that, but we are the Omonia fan channel. We are the alpha channel. Don't forget that, right? And while Roy I, Roy and I and Chris have been doing this for, for close to, God, it's close to two years there, Roy. Close, about a year and a half, Dora. Jesus. Yeah, for, um, for, me, it's, for me, it's a year. It's almost yeah. a year. It's, it's yes. a year. There you go. So a, a year and a half, as a collective, we've been doing this. Yeah. And, um, you know, we know 
there are players that watch this. We know that the administration watches this. We know that rival fans watch this. We know that certain media outlets watch this. And I think it's only right that this episode, and we're going to do this more often, is an opportunity for fans to vent, to share their thoughts on, on the club and certain matters. And the first matter we're going to discuss, before we get Bedro on, because Bedro is already ready to jump on, we'll very briefly talk about what happened on Total Green last night uh, with uh, Andrea, who might add, the first thing I have to say is, he's got balls to go on that show right, and face the questions that many people wanted asked. Right, that I got to give him that tip my hat off to him, and he said a lot of things that I guess have led to even more questions than answers. Roy, wouldn't wouldn't you agree? Listen, uh, in in all honesty, and with all with all due respect to to the guys there, uh, I I didn't expect to hear something yesterday uh why because knowing andreas and i i do respect him and i and, and i know him since he was a kid we might not be very close but we, we know each other uh he, he his job is to to protect omonia and uh, he represents the club it's not his personal opi- opinion there okay and that's Andreas any Peftinos and Nikon, he has a definition, he applied prosopos, tipo, Bodangam, Niche, Chinos, Dinurgaje, Chinos, to Epiginonia, Tokomadin. I didn't expect news in the sense, like you said, uh, usually this thing uh, gives birth to more questions rather than answers. And uh, on the one hand, I understand that, you know, you, you cannot answer to all the questions for many different reasons. It's mostly to protect. There's legal reasons. There's a lot of other things. You cannot, you know, and that's okay because we, we don't represent um omonia officially we're not affiliated to the to the board or we've got, yeah we've got no legal obligation yeah. we're not yeah we, we're we're just a so, fan channel that's what it is yeah if 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 people come and and say their opinion on this show it's not the same when when you are mm-hmm. Πρέπει να είσαι διπλωμάτης, έχει νομικά πράγματα που, που είναι μέσα. Εμπόρεις, ε, 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 ας πούμε, να στείνεις τον τείχον είτε τον προπονητήν, είτε τους παίχτες, είτε οτιδήποτε άλλο. Αλλά σε γενικές γραμμές, usually with these things you have to read between the lines and try to understand through, through the vague answers being given or the diplomatic answers, you try to understand what they're trying to say because a lot of time they say things but they don't say nothing you know yeah i know, I know what you mean but th- there was a lot there was a lot said on the show the the first half hour 45 minutes was about the game against abolon which you guys discussed and we're not going to go into that but yeah. and then i didn't watch the whole thing so the, the main takeaway that i got from this was first of all henningberg is responsible for 
the targets. So any names that he has, he can send it over to the powers that be and they do their level best to sign players. That's the first thing I, I gathered. Um, the second, as you quite rightly said uh, the, um, before we went live, about the contract situation, our contracts aren't being done yet or they're, they're in the process of being, I don't know. Um, and what was the other one? This is completely got my head now. See, it's just flown out of my head. He said about the about Berg. He said about the contracts, and he, yeah, said, he said about, he said about uh, Larku that uh, for the time being they're not going to bring someone else in, and they're going to wait till the end of the this this year to assess reassess the the whole situation and see how they're going to move forward uh, for the beginning of next season. Oh, and the, the the financial structure is stronger than it was last season. And if more funds are, are required to be made available to buy certain players, he said, Yadioi, basically. Yeah. So th those are the main things. Now, before we go into because I know Pedro's been waiting, and we'll get him on in just a moment. But the first thing I will say, and I know people are going to say, oh, I don't agree with what you're saying, Stel, and you're just saying this to protect him. But I honestly believe, hand on heart, that whoever asked Andrea or told Andrea to go on that show, they threw him under the bus. Because it's the case of you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. If he doesn't say anything, people are going to moan. If he says something, people are still going to moan. Now, on the flip side, right, I don't know. Again, this is conjecture. I don't know if he was told to say certain things, especially when it came to Henningberg's responsibility for transfers. And in that sense, Berg's been thrown under the bus as well. That's, that, that's my honest opinion. Like I said, it's conjecture. It's not fact. This is my opinion. I I agree. Uh, as I mentioned in <clears throat> a few minutes ago, uh, you you have to try and read between the lines and and uh, knowing Andreas and how careful he is because Andreas has been there for for over ten years in Romania in in a lot more difficult situations and times for the club. And there were times that he, by himself, represented the whole club and, and had to um, absorb all the pressure. And uh, he was held responsible at times for not giving the answers. So for, for him yesterday, I think it was a, a piece of cake or the first time the last couple of years when he was put in a difficult position because... Don't forget the last couple of years, we were champions, we were first, we were playing in Europe. And in, in fairness, and big up to him, he, he, he didn't show his face a lot. He didn't, you know, want to... And I didn't want to show his face a lot. He didn't want to show his face a Εποχές για την ομονία, την φορά και τα τελευταία αυτό χρόνια δεν βλέπεις τον Αντρέα. Δηλαδή δεν έρχεται να πει «Κοίτα τόσα χρόνια που δεν κερδίζαμε, ήμουν και αμέγε τώρα που κερδίσαμε ένα χαλμιλό κάθε μέρα». Αλλά ναι, χτες ένιωθα ότι they could have been a bit more diplomatic when it came to the questions about the possible signings of the team and why they're being we, we haven't signed a player yet. They, they could have said the, the, the same copy-paste answer they give all the time. Uh, 
Είμαστε σε διαπραγματεύσεις, προσπαθούμε να βρούμε something like that. If you just point a finger and say, you know, it's basically όλη η διοίκηση, όλη μες την ομόνια, οι οπαδοί, οι σιγιάες, περιμένουμε που τον Μπέρκ και ο Μπέρκ δεν τον κοφτεί. Δεν τον For example, you know, um, it's January, it's the time of season or the time of year where clubs are desperate to sign players and clubs don't want to sell, so they ask for more money and it's not within our financial budget. I'd accept that. But the fact that it was said that Henning Berg is in charge of, of the transfer targets, on the one hand, I'm thinking that's, that's really frustrating because surely Henning Berg has his targets. But on the flip side, it's like, well, did he not have transfer targets in the summer? Did he not have a list of players that he wanted to sign? And did we miss out on these players? Was he held back? Has he been held back now? Again, there are more questions than answers there. Um, shall we get Pedro on to, to share his thoughts? Yeah, but let's just try and keep it a bit, you know, short and sweet so we give the opportunity to, to others as well and uh, get the comments because we don't want to... Absolutely. So, as, as Roy's saying, guys, put your comments on the in, in the comments section and we'll bring them up on screen and we'll discuss them. Say, if you want to jump on, the link is at the top. Pedro, sorry to keep you waiting. Filemo, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, how you doing, mate? Uh... Today, okay. Right. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be swearing today. I'm not gonna be saying anything. I'm gonna keep it down. It's okay. It's a out. therapy session, my friend. Let it out. Uh, I had my therapy on Sunday. Repent. <laughs> church is in session. Testify. No church. Who gives a beep about church? Come oh on, come man. on. <laughs> Our only temple is Omonia Temple. That's it. <laughs> Finished. No matter what, yes, it's going We're just waiting for you to tell us your thoughts on Total Green. Like I said, this is therapy, man. Just let it all out. Let it out. Listen, Listen, you know, you're I'm not having this. This is right? And Missy Chalies, we know we don't know about Greek time. Yeah, so when we say we're leaving, we leave out the door and we're gone. Esis, you stand on the veranda, you have your govendes, and you talk about stuff that you could have spoken about 10 minutes ago. You get in the car, they come to the car, they look at you at the baratero, they have your govendes, and as you're leaving, they're chasing the bloody car behind. Come on, man. So, uh, I did not watch Total Green last night, and uh, it was the first thing that popped up in my YouTube account. I I didn't have the guts to watch it, to be honest. I didn't want to watch it. And this morning I was going to work and I was listening to the radio and most of the things were about last night's total green. Long discussions. And I hated that. I didn't want to listen to that. Uh, but unfortunately, by midday, I, because it was on and on and on all day in all stations, in all uh, sports shows, In the end, I heard this situation that uh, Andreas Dimitriou said about the, that it was the, it's up to the technical leadership of the team that uh, we didn't sign players yet, if I'm correct. If what was transmitted through the radio is what was said. I don't know about that. I don't find it fair uh, for, for Burke, to be honest. 
Uh, and also, at the end of the day, yes, Larko left, but someone else stayed back. It's not that uh, you're smiling there. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Didn't someone stay behind when Larko left? He wasn't by Larko was not by himself, was he? Are you going to mention any names? Uh, we all know who it is. Well, come on, say it. If you're going to a psychologist, right, and they lay you down on that black sofa, right, on the, you know, and you're lying down and they ask you to, to reveal all, talk. Come on, you're yeah, not sued. Yeah, but then they show you that picture that uh, looks like an elephant and you call it an orange, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to call the elephant an orange. The elephant is an elephant. But you're not addressing the elephant in the room, yeah? We know the elephant. Fuck that. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't understand why, say, the technical leadership. I mean, it's not like the scouting department disappeared when Larko left. Someone else was there. And that someone else was saying on Total Green, at the, uh, I don't remember if it was at the end of the year or the beginning of the year, that they had over... 2,000 resumes of football players that were offered to Omonia and they and were going true. through them. When I, but listen, I, I can say this for now, right? I, again, I've, I've spoken at great length about what I do as a, as a job, right? And there are times where I'll be lying at home on my bed, in, in bed, and I'll get a WhatsApp from a football agent saying, Buffer need a left winger. Omonia need a right winger. This one needs that. And I'm sitting there thinking... The fuck is going on? Surely this stuff needs to be, you know, kept under wraps. So it wouldn't surprise me if Omonia have re received a resume of th thousands of players because you got players all over the world with agents all over the world, right? Oh, we want to get rid of this player. Or we want him to go here. Go and for some reason they think that Cyprus is the perfect place to send them. Send them to the fucking Ukraine. Yeah, you're right. And at the end of the day, we did not sign two thousand players this summer. Where's no, the remaining 1,990, 99, 95? And that's, but so, so what you're saying is our problem stems from the summer. Is that what you're yes. saying? Uh, the summer, and I think maybe someone in, has been having his legs cut off and that they can't move. And I'm, I'm, now I'm seeing Berg as the scapegoat. And I'm going back to you saying maybe Burke is playing the 4-4-2 intentionally. And I'm thinking, oh, what the hell is going on now? I mean, what is there more happening inside the club besides Larko leaving in the end, at the end of the day? I don't know. Now Johnis is going to be leaving for about one and a half million. And uh, so now we're going to need... They were talking about two players today that we're going to need. And uh, you were saying uh, the other day that you don't want to go in Europe. Yes, okay. I, I said it last week. I don't, I don't think we're going to win the championship. When we beat Olympiacos, I came on and I said, uh, we're not going to take the championship, but I don't care about the championship. But at the same time, I don't want to be taking like almost on yeah, okay. Maybe we don't want to go in Europe. 
but I won't be taking us a ridicule from those fuckers. Let me ask you something then, but just a yeah. very quick one because we need to move on because Mario's waiting now as well. So it's, okay. it's, it's, sorry, mate. <laughs> you've had your eight minutes. You've had your eight minutes. Eight minutes of therapy. Yeah. I'm not playing. One quick question, Pedro. Right? We know that there's a lot of players out of contract in the summer. Okay, we know that only Fabi, Jan, and uh, Lang. Yeah, so those those are, those are five players, right? That have renewed, but the ones yeah. that haven't renewed left uh, yet. Are we? Lisiak has a contract also. He has because he signed up to twenty four. Is yeah. he? Yeah. We yeah. said that from yeah. from last year. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, yeah. I didn't hear that. So you're okay. not paying attention. No, no sorry, man, I lost. Sorry. Right, but so. I'm I'm just guessing here that there's going to be a lot of players leaving in in the summer, okay? As a result, because no no more contracts have been done, yada yada yada, whatever, right? So, are we going to be looking at a complete rebuild now? Because Johnny is, is on his way out. We're going to get one and a half, two million euros for the lad, right? I'm guessing that money is going to go back into the club. Do you one do you and see, a half million? And actually, whatever, right? Do okay. do you see that that money being spent and bringing in more players? Better quality ones? Do you see that happening? Uh, I hope so. Otherwise, next year we're going to be worse. No, 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 no. I'm not asking if you hope. I'm saying, do you think? Uh, I think four players are going to come for sure. Four. Okay. Okay. I can see four players being replaced. Right. Uh, okay. That's what I think. Ducks. Definitely four. No problem. Okay. Lovely. I, I don't know if you agree with me or not. I uh, not yet, not yet, not yet. I think it'll be, I think it'll be double, but anyway, it is yeah. what it is. Petro, thank you for your time, man. Really appreciate thank it. Petro, thank you for the Cuban life portas. Oh, but los primeros. That's it. Nagam, nagam, we're in a session. You have given me, given me the affair. I'm being the lefthado, but love is portas. That's the only thing. That's it. Okay. Nice to meet you. Bye, bye, bye. Let's get Mario on quickly. Mario, he's he's making his. Wow. Look at this boy! Guys. Look at this boy! Hello, guys. How are you? Yeah, we're good, man. Why why haven't you gone to uh, Charles Stelio to pick up your stuff yet? Ah, uh, long story. It's a very long story. I'm sorry about that. But... Tell me, tell me, tell me. You are you your 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 session is now. Will... It starts now. A few weeks ago, I went there. And they told I went up, walked to the. I think it was the secretary at least. Probably not. The, don't talk about that. Don't worry about okay, that. Okay, 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 okay. Following up on the question you asked Petros about the contracts expiring, I think we have a, a bit of an issue there. I don't think half the players that con that the contracts are expiring will stay. Sadly, I hope we keep Shehu. Because, in my opinion, he's not maybe not the best this year, but one of the best fullbacks, uh, right backs in the league. Uh, I wish Eric stays, but with all those injuries he's had in the last few years, he's had living hell in the last few years, despite the championship and all that. So I don't know. I think we are going to have a mass exit this. Summer, 
and hopefully with the rebuild again hopefully Berg they trust him again with money let's say most of the transfers we've actually done have been freebies of contract players and hopefully they trust him uh, like they did in his first season where he brought all the players that are currently here I think we have a massive problem attacking wise uh, I love Shepard a bit but this season he's been off fire sadly for us all and I think the team needs a bit of a freshing up Kira, um we've discussed transfers on numerous occasions and I still can't get my head around how um, this club is planning for the future. Roy, do you, do you think that they've actually got like a long-term plan, Dora? Do you think they're thinking, well, you know, Berg might not be here, so I don't know, yeah? Okay, listen, guys. Uh, there's... Okay. No, no one expected to see Omonia be where we are, even the most negative uh, fan. The beginning of the season, everyone uh, expected Omonia uh, and they considered us the, the favourites to, to win the league. And we as Omonia fans expected to even widen the gap between our contenders because we won it fair and square last season. But this year we had the opportunity to widen the gap and we had the time, we, we had all the prerequisites, we ticked all the boxes or almost all the boxes. But for that to happen, uh, we should have leveled up with a few players. And also the players that played really well last year should have continued playing to that level. Okay. Now, there's two things that you can do. There's certain players that in my mind the cycle is closed and uh, I'm going to try not to mention names because we, we still have a lot of games to play. We've got the cup. Some, some of the players are also my friends and uh, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, obviously I have an opinion in my mind, but uh, that further makes the point we are saying earlier about Andreas, that sometimes you, even though you know things, you just want to keep quiet because it is for the best for the team. So I think there's a group of about 10 players. There's also players with contracts that might not stay in the club as well. Uh, and I'm not saying they're going to, they might go out on loan. And uh, I'm talking about goalkeepers, for example. We've got five goalkeepers and Giriagiris uh, and Banayi, I think Casper is going to leave. So uh, that's the basis to start. I, I would want to try to keep Shell because uh, we, we are lucky, I think, that he got injured and he didn't go to the AFCON because there's going to be a lot of managers there. And if he had a good tournament, it would have made it a lot more difficult for us to, to renew his contract. So now with this circumstance, which is okay, obviously for well, and we're not wishing for someone to get uh, at Roy's internet connection. At least uh, I think that gives us uh, a book.
I want to see a bit more before I have a, a before I'm a hundred percent sure. And from that point onwards, you know who's on the list. I would have a, an honest discussion with them and say, guys, you know, we've got another. Oh, I see. Tora pende, pende, je deka, deka, pende, je kibello. So. Έχουμε 15-20 παιχνίδια για να αποδείξετε τι μπορείτε να κάνετε. Που για μένα και εκεί είναι Πιθανόν να έρθει πρόταση για όλο ίσο. Ε, μπορεί να έχει παίχτες που θέλουν να φύγουν που είναι εκτός προγράμματος. Μπορεί να έρθει ας πούμε, κάποιος και ας πει θέλω να μείνω άλλο ένα χρόνο και εσύ να υπολογίζεις ότι mm, you know what, so there's a lot of things to bear in mind. I think we have a good a good um, core of players, a good core of players. And, and for me, if we keep everyone we want, maybe four or five players will be enough. But obviously, if, if we're missing other players, because what we did last year, we just brought like for like. Even if we had kept Luftner and Thiago and Kusubor injured, we wanted a number 10. We wanted a striker. We didn't bring him. And the season started and we started making mistakes defensively, which didn't weren't characteristic of us last year. And then the problem started becoming defensive as well. And then in the midfield. And then it was... So it was like a, the snowball effect. Yeah. Where it started with one thing and then uh, a lot of other things being added. Saying that, okay, if we had another six points and we were a bit closer, people weren't going to be complaining. Would they have on Berg? Would they have Metagrafes? Would they have Escatines to Gazibi? Would they have Asagim? Would they have Babastavru? So that's why I'm, I'm trying to, to find. Έτσι μια μέση είναι άκρη Να μην είμαστε να κραίει ρε φίλε Δηλαδή αν κερδούσαν τον Απόλλωνα χτες Εντάξει Και κολλούσες άλλη μια νίκη να βρει ο Μεμπάεκ Ο κόσμος έφτασαν Δηλαδή Maybe he's not the best tactician. Maybe communication skills are not the best. But he's done a lot of good things. He's, he's changed the DNA. He's brought in ta- young talent. He, he, he made a, a team that's a lot more balanced in, 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 the, in the game. You, you never see us lose our shit. You know, we're, we're trying to be... We fight the games till the end. We don't have a loser's um, mentality. So he's constantly just... on the touchline coaching there. He's constantly on the touchline. He's not one of these guys that stands there, doesn't do anything. He's constantly talking to players. And this is important, so, man. But still, I, I, I believe that uh, for us to be in this position and uh, lose seven games after 17 games, that's, that's appalling. That, that's, uh, you know... Uh, And there's still another 15 games, you know. So it's it's not good enough. I'm I'm not trying to say that we're we're good, but what I'm trying to say is that if we did have another two wins, people would have been a lot more calm. Mm. So 
everyone should take a deep breath, take a couple of steps back and, and decide what it is that we want. Because if we're thinking that by sacking Berg and bringing 15 or 17 players next year with a new manager, with a new technical director and bring players from all around the world who don't know Daniel Moniaspo, what are the expectations? I, I think we've seen, we've witnessed this scenario many times in the previous years, and the results weren't the ones we wanted. Granted, football's changing. Sometimes you have to do that and build a team in, in, in the summer. But let's not just uh, shit on everything we, we, we've been built we built for the past two and a half years because this is what we're doing. Gamblumen, you must then have to catastrophe. Do Mario, listen, is there anything else you want to add, mate? Because we're going to get into the uh, the comments in just a moment. Is there anything you want to... Yeah, I was going to say yesterday, it really worried me, not in uh, the sense of the signings, because if I'm honest, the signings aren't the big thing for me. It's the team. I don't know what happened. Last year, the defensive mistakes were minimal. And it's almost like in one snap of a finger, they are nobodies. They feel like sheeps. Feeling well, tomorrow, um, tomorrow's Wednesday, sorry, Thursday, I'm going to do a stream with Charlie Mitchell, who was the uh, performance analyst with uh, FC Buffer. And he sent me some footage of a lot of the goals that we've conceded. In fact, I sent it to him first and he, he went through it. And I'll tell you what, the statistics that he has, the information that he's told me already, not just you know what we're going to go debate on the show, just the preliminary stuff, it's it's scary. It's scary to see how much this team has regressed, honestly. Yeah, boys. See ya. Thank you. Good hey, night. Thank you for your time. Cheers. Have a good night. Bomba. Right, let's see some more comments. Da -da 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 -da. Support Berg. Don't forget what he offered to the team. Yep. Um, so still, I told you about Marino. Yeah, you, you did, and you're his travel agent. I've decided, I've decided, guys. In my opinion, that sorry, guys. My opinion is that our squad is okay. Biggest problem is that 4 4 2 is catastrophic for us. We must keep 4 2 3 1, and we need to just bring on killer in front. The Gary Echomen Babulim Botiak. Now, Roy, I don't know how you feel about the, the number 10 situation fully because we've, we've discussed it before, but. Foddy can't go on forever, okay? And while he's he's pretty quick, he I don't think he's um, he can play this role next season, for example, right? Eric, we know about his injuries. I don't think he can play that number 10 role. He'll get kicked left, right, and center. So, you know, in terms of the, the, the system that was suggested there, is, is it possible to go to 4-2-3-1 now, especially with Johnny's leaving? I uh, listen. If if you have noticed since we started the pod, uh, I I try to avoid getting into technical sort of um, areas. But the truth is that, uh, like Chris mentioned and you mentioned on your show as well, you don't need to have a a diploma to see some things. Okay, the the fact. Well, the matter is that 
is not been working for us. Is not been working for us for various reasons. You need to have players with very specific characteristics to play that, especially your your wingers and your fullbacks. They have to cover each other. Uh, you have to have uh, your your centre forwards up front should start you know putting the pressure and preferably have players with different characteristics there as well, where they would balance each other. Um, but there needs to be organisation there. There needs to be organisation. And we've seen practically every goal that we've conceded, it's been so disjointed, so disorganised, basic errors. I'll go back to what I said about Begliwani's goal for Olympia Goza against us. He got the ball on the halfway line, Roy, and he ran 25 yards. Mm. 25 yards. How can you run 25 yards without anyone around him. No one made the effort to track him. No one made the effort to, to chase him down. And by the time someone did, it deflected and, and went in the back of the net. That's just one instance out of 17. Yeah. But you know what, Still, I, I, I think we are... The, the reason for, for this one, okay, obviously it's, it's for the fans and it's the therapy session for the fans, but... Uh, we, we are repeating what we've been saying, and I think uh, as far as the goals are concerned, you're gonna you're gonna do the show with Charlie on on Thursday as well. So there's no point, I think, of of discussing. So if, if we want to talk well, a little bit, there's one here. There's one here that might interest you. I think we have to play with the younger players, like we did the Olympia because they deserve it. What's your opinion? My, my I've spoken opinion, about it. You, yeah. you go for it. My, my <laughs> opinion is that Amanda uh, Pramada Bangala. Now, what can we say about this comment here? Um, and there's another one about Shepa. Um, now, it's, it's obvious to, to everyone watching that Shepa and both of us, we're, we're all friends and, you know, we love him to bits and he's got, there's, there's that mutual respect there. And, we will defend him, of course, as friends, but also as a player. Um, the only thing I can say about Shepard at this moment in time is, number one, he's going through a very, very difficult period in the sense that he's not scoring goals. So naturally, he's going to be made to be the, the bad guy. Okay, It happened with Dura. He wasn't scoring goals. People shat on him. Shepard's come in. Like see, he scored eight goals last season. He won the title. And he hasn't kicked on from there. But as I said on the last show, can anyone count how many clear-cut opportunities he's had? Now, I can tell you, Abolon the other day was a good opportunity to score. There was one against Ael, I think, in the game at the Tirio. And there's a few others. But for people to um, not look at the bigger picture, he's not a, a striker that will get one chance and score it. I don't know many strikers in the league that will score their first opportunity. A lot of strikers need three or four chances to score goals. So for him to get a lot of the flack, for me, is unfair. Not for the fact that he's a mate. It's the fact that 
you know, what, what do you expect him to do? It's almost as if all the weight of expectation to score goals is on him. I don't see any criticism of, for example, Hubachan for his mistakes. I don't see any criticism of Lang for his mistakes. Now, I'm not telling people this because I want them to, to divert or deflect the attention of Shepard, but there are other players all over the pitch that haven't been doing their jobs in their respective positions. But yet, Shepard seems to be the one that's getting a lot of criticism. Do you want to say something, Roy, or shall we just move on to the next one? I will say a general uh, thing that I, I agree with you. Okay. And, uh, okay, for, for, it's not a sensitive subject. I mean, I, when I speak to Chepa, he also knows that he's not doing well. Okay. He knows it. He doesn't need someone to tell him. He says, I don't have a problem if people say something bad about me. The only thing he doesn't want is for, for, for it to become personal. You think that he doesn't care. You think he, he, he doesn't want to do better. Is there a single player who, who doesn't want his team to do well or him to do well as well? And yes, when, when I mentioned earlier about, you know, renewing contract, I understand that Chepa is, is, is in a list where unless things change drastically, the chances of him staying here the next season are, are not a lot. Okay, he's, he's in a list of these players. And, and like I said, I, I, I can tell you about what I think about every single player whose contract's running out. I, I've got an idea and I thought about it and I've got it quite clearly in my mind. I mean, there, there is a list of players that I still want to give them some time. But as I said last year, for as long as, as someone has a contract with a team, it doesn't help us shitting on them because it's, it's not going to... It's like, think of it going... Οι πελάτες και θα λαλούν, είσαστε σκατά, είσαστε άχρηστοι, πιεπιέτε που δαμέν, δεν ξέρετε να κάνεις τίποτε, είμαστε παλαβός, είσαι... Ενώ αν πάει κάποιος και είσαι, φίλε μου, ξέρεις, δεν κάνεις πολλά καλά, τέλειο να μπορείς να κάνεις, να σε βοηθήσουμε, εν ίσως αφαίρον τον άνθρωπο δαμέν, δίπλα σου να σε βοηθήσει, να σου εξήσει, να σου κάνουν... Οκ, it's not easy, οκ, I don't know, I don't know what, what, what else to say. We've been saying that I'm a meow mother, come me mess on or on. If Tatelikes, J3 says to Stohon, most of them are half chances. What do you expect? Echtes or Chebaisha Fasim with a piece of Stinamina mother, Stinamina mass. Ne, Ehasen FK, a private nice triangola spume, Tessera. Petem, Poesis, Amanengamis FKs, Namuhezna, Tihelis Aspum. Well, this is it. When you've got crosses that are, are too deep or crosses that are going... Or corners that don't even Fuck beat you. the... How many corners have we had this season? 76 or something like that? And not one goal to show for it from a corner? Okay, I think Jan got one in the, the, the Europa, the Conference League against... Was it uh, Karabag? Or was that from a free kick? I can't even remember. But even the set pieces are, are fucking predictable. Do you know what I mean? But this is what I keep saying. If you're a striker, how do you expect to score goals if you're not given the service? 
And how do you expect to score goals as a centre forward, right, when you don't have a number, another striker with you? Sure, we play 4-4-2, but it's more like a 4-4-1-1 if you're playing Foddy, because he's not an out-and-out striker. So where's the support? You can't have one uh, centre forward against two centre backs. You can't, especially if there's no runners. It's and the same thing. Me, man. This is the same thing with Fabi. When last year our, our defence was solid, Fabi had a couple of saves in the game and he did it really well. But now if the other teams are creating seven, eight, nine, ten chances, opportunities a, a game, of course he's not going to keep a clean sheet. So it's the other way around on the yeah. other side of the pitch with the striker. If exactly. we don't, if we don't feed the striker or if he feeds off scraps, like you said a hundred times. And again, I'm not saying that you know uh, he's having a, a good season or whatever, but try and see the bigger picture, try and understand some things before you you, you judge someone. And yeah, at the end of the day, like still said, other than 40s. And Kaku, I don't see anyone either that has improved since last year or has stepped up or has been equally good as last year. Maybe a lot of them have gone, players... them have gone backwards. And it's, it's a fact. This isn't, this isn't me trying to sugarcoat it. It's a fact. And, and, and when, when we were saying that we were a team, and that's what we meant. You, you cannot uh, be considered a team just by individual eclampsis captain Bechton. Yeah, there have been games where maybe Lang started off the season slow. Then for a few games, he was good. Hubo, the same. Maybe two, three games was good, but mostly he's been disappointing. Jordi, uh, the same. Mix, Pesziena, Andramadizze, Ramnexo. O Pashiru, Agoma, Endonidame. O Zahari, Opsartis, Agoma, Ene Prospera. O Iai, Dibode. O Justebek, Sefkomisi, Vechnik, Kjagala. Uh, it took some time and even though he's improved defensively pushing up, he didn't Loizos still is struggling to he, he's in a procedure where he's trying to be a more complete player Loizos, uh, Johnny's only recently started playing to his form that we were used to opportunities. We need someone to create the opportunities. And yeah, if if every game Chepa or Dura or Gagu miss four or five clear cut chances, then I say, yeah, they're not good enough. And life, if, if, if in like... After 15 games, you you can only tell me about three or four opportunities he missed that he should have done better. And then it's not good enough generally from the team. It's not just him. So why are we just pointing a finger there? All right. Absolutely right. And um, we were, the, the comments were hijacked. <laughs> we were Hello. hijacked again. It, it, he's, always, he's always hijacking us. <laughs> <laughs> Hijacked, mate. Hijacked. It's like it's like diehard, isn't it? <laughs> Roy's internet connection is kicking in and out, and we're screwed. Anyway, I'm gonna continue. When Roy comes back, I'm gonna I'm gonna chat. Rick, you want to say hi? You there? 
your internet is stuck in. Hello. Mine. Oh, there you are. You're back now. Right. Still. You're back Actually. now. Huh. It is. And then for some reason, it's... Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Did you... Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, ducks. Can you, yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, 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 I can hear you, but you're grainy. Embraz, it doesn't matter. It's fine. It's fine. Mm. Well, there's a comment here. Our best players are 35 years old plus. We can't wait for these guys to run and cover for 90 minutes. We need young and fresh legs in every area of the pitch. Now, that's a very good point. And Andreas put one here saying, still mistakes are part of the game. The defenders make mistakes. What worries me more is that the fact that we're not dangerous offensively. Now, okay, going back to what was said about the 35-year-old plus players. This segues me onto this comment here. Where is it? Hubo is different because of his age. Right. I get it. But why is a player who, let's be honest, he hasn't been great this season, okay? Why is he practically played week in, week out? Because when you're 35, 36 as a central defender, sure, you can play. But can you play against pace? Can you play against strength? This season, I've seen Sadiq make a mug out of Hubo. I've seen Hubo concede penalties because of lack of concentration. The own goal against Abolon, which, all right, I'd say that was more unlucky than anything because if he didn't stick out his leg, that could have gone anywhere, right? But he's making mistake after the mistake. And this goes back to the original comment from, I think, uh, who was it? Andrea, where he said about 35-year-old players, you know, Roy, you remember this. Cyprus used to be the league where you have 35-year-olds coming to finish their career. It's completely changed now. You're getting younger players. You're getting hungrier players. You're getting fitter players. The structure's I, changed. I, I don't agree 100% with no? this perspective because la uh, last year, there, there was still that age. It was with, with, with players of that age that... We had okay. There, there was a mix of uh, some youngsters as well in the squad, but it was it was with Eric at 33, 34, with uh, Jordi, with Hubo, with Fodi. Um, okay, Fabi's a goalkeeper. He's thirty three. Uh, so I think Cyprus, especially when you're not playing in Europe as well, for a thirty five year old who who who's a good professional, takes care of his body and, um, you know, trains regularly and didn't really have a lot of injuries, uh, it's, it's not that hard to make a difference. Okay, Ike as well has got players who are of, of an older age. But yeah, I, I do understand that once a game becomes more physical, it becomes a game of pace and all of that, you cannot depend too much, especially if you've got four, three or four, or sometimes even five players, 33 plus. Okay, that I agree. But for a 34 or 35-year-old player to come in the Cypriot League, if he's, if he's uh, you know, still fit and he's going to play 25 games, 30 games, one season, the... It, it, it's not bad, you know, it's not bad if he was used to a different uh, pace. But saying that... Uh, but does Hubo look like that player that you're talking about? No, that if, kind of okay, player? if we're talking... Okay, I'll tell you what. Jordi 
He's a player that we know he takes care of a lot of his body, the way he eats. You can see him. He's, he's, he's dry. He's clean. But it's, it's a different story. Uh, 40s needs to be protected and he can't play 90 minutes every week. Hubo, it took a toll on him. He hasn't stopped playing football since last year with, with his national team. So we... We didn't do that, and it goes back to the to the strength and conditioning uh, training trainer leaving the club as well. It was the COVID. It was you know the prolonged season, the season that stopped, and we did they didn't play for five months, and then they started playing again. So there's a lot of things to consider. Can, can I just pause you two seconds? Can I just yeah. ask you? To, yeah, I get exactly what you're saying, but when yeah. a player is 35, 36 years old their training regime isn't going to be the same as a 20-year-old or a 25-year-old. So th- th- does that mean that they're not training differently like they should? They should be training a different way as opposed to the way that they're tra- training with the rest of the team? Because if, they're, uh-huh. if, they're, if they're being trained the same way as a 25-year-old, for example, of course it's going to batter them. Now, I'm not saying that they're, they're yeri and they can't run, but what no. I'm saying is they aren't as... Uh, what's the word, energetic as a youngster is and perhaps they can't keep up with the pace as much. This isn't a disrespect. This isn't me just shitting on I'm just saying that when a player reaches that age, they've got to train differently. Look at Ryan Giggs, for example. Yeah, mm-hmm. he played till he was like 40. All right, I'm not going to discuss him, his personal life, whatever, because I don't like the guy. But what I'm saying is he played until he was like 40 years old. But his training was different. He wasn't doing the same training as Wayne Rooney. He wasn't doing the same training as as uh, Danny Welbeck or all these other players. So is are, are these two lads or the others that are in their mid-30s training the same way as the, 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 the rest of the team? I don't, I don't know. This is what I'm saying. Maybe maybe they do it a few days a week and then the others, they... they but, but this is part of, of, of football. Uh, this is part of, of, of the specialization uh, of, of modern football on a daily basis and how you train and how you... You know, nothing is left to chance. So, yeah, obviously, no one can beat time. And uh, it's it's something that I would like to see uh, us dropping the average age of the team in in key areas because uh, as as I mentioned earlier in uh, the end of the season there's another ten contracts if I'm not mistaken that that and amongst amongst these players the, uh, it's it's Hubo who's 36 it's Fortis who's 36 it's Jordi who's 36 it's Ernest who's 30 almost 34 Eric who's 34 so I'm pretty sure that some of these players are not going to be with us next season okay some of them are not going to be best case scenario is like I said you you tell them listen boys We've got another 15 league games and some, uh, I don't know, five or six for the cup if we make it all the way. So you've got 20 games to prove that, you know, you you want to stay or you can be useful for the, for the next season as well. Okay. But for me personally, I would like to see young blood, maybe uh, some players a bit more thirsty coming in. Uh, players who, who want to prove who are not at the end of their career. But saying that, I'm not saying that I want everyone to leave because they also offer things that, you know, 
off the pitch or with the youngsters, the experience, talking to them. You can see that it's blatant with Fordis and, and Jordi especially, how they've helped the youngsters develop as well, how, how they see them as role models, you know. But at the end of the day, yeah, you, you, you can't just... Um, uh, you, you can't have six or seven. You you said it yourself a few the, the game against Olympiago. If Fortis and Jordi were playing in the middle of the park that day, it's uh, an age of seventy-two. Just two players. We had four players that were seventy-six. So I'm not saying you're going to be playing with eighteen and nineteen-year-olds all the time. Because you need the balance, you need the experience, you need... But at the end of the day, I think um, at the end of, of, of the summer and, uh, and uh, some of these players who, are, who have reached, you know, an age, uh, like I said, 35, 36, 34, are going to leave and hopefully we're going to bring uh, some new blood as well. All right. Um... We've gone on for 56 minutes. There have been a lot of comments. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in. There's, there's one more thing I want to address very quickly, Roy. Um, Gusu, he's been out most of the season. He played against Dino Azagreb. I think it was the last game he played, wasn't it? Dino Azagreb? Yeah. And he got the injury. Now, I want you to cast your mind back to a conversation you and I had. How long ago was it? It was. It, we, we talk a lot. We talk a lot. <laughs> but... Um, it was, it was last season, it was, I think it must have been halfway through the season, when I said, perhaps Gusu will be a centre-back moving forward. And that's one thing that we, we briefly touched on. Do you think now, with the defensive issues that we have, with possibly Hubo leaving, with, you know, Banayodo obviously coming through, we've got Lang signing a new contract, we've got Lang, Banayodo, Yuste, Yuste is probably going to be there next season. We need a full central defender. I said we lack leaders. Do you think Gusu, when he comes back, will be a central defender or will he be a central midfielder? Listen, Gusu, I think next year is going to be, I'm not mistaken, he's going to be either 25 or 26. He started playing first team football with Salamina since the age of 16 and a half, 17. And uh, this kid has played in all positions possible. Actually, he even played as goalkeeper one, 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 one game when uh, the keeper was got, got uh, sent off uh, in his first season, if I'm not mistaken. But he didn't play centre-forward. Okay. And this thing, I think, on the one hand, uh, delayed his development in some aspects because he would change this position. He would play right back. He would play central defender. He would play central midfielder. Sometimes he would play as a number eight. And this thing, on the one hand, helps you have a better understanding of, of uh, the game and uh, appreciate what others do in different positions. But I think that the, the best position he can play and offer is the midfield saying that a defensive midfield saying that he last year he seemed to uh, been able to control he's an over enthusiastic he was over enthusiastic in an attempt to prove that he deserves uh, to be a permanent in the starting 11 and uh, it would it would it was easy for others as well to get to his head to you know, and I don't belano Leonel Nevriasun. 
And this thing, it's a lot more dangerous when you're when you're last man, when you're a central defender. Unless he comes back and and, and he's a different person and, and he he calms down. Because if you remember the game against Dyke last year, the beginning of the season, when he gave away two penalties, that's not the kind of defender you 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 want to be doing these mistakes. But then in the middle of the park, I was thinking of Kusu when you said about Pechlivanis just running in the middle of the park. He just smashed him. He just smashed him. He smashed him into the Kakides. But that's the thing. Kusu, there's not, he's going to be running after you till he either fouls you or gets the ball. There's no way that Kusu is going to turn his back and he's going to think, oh, okay, there's someone else there. He will. He doesn't stop running and chasing his man. It's also the leadership, though, Roy. You can see that he's he's always talking. He's always, you know, geeing up his players, and that's something yeah. that we've lacked in such a huge way this season. Yeah. And 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 I think he's he's likable between the the both the Cypriots and, and the foreigners in the team. Every everyone uh, respects and and loves Kusu. Uh, so. For me, I've been saying it since the beginning of the season. He he's the the player I've missed the most out of uh, out of everyone. Mm. I'm talking about question. the ones who are, who are in the who are in the squad. Uh, there's there's a question here, a really interesting question, actually. What game do you think was a turning point for us to fail? I, I'm guessing that's where we we kind of gathered that it's not meant to be. I think that's what Donero is asking, anyway. Uh, for for me, it's uh, I, I can't pinpoint one, one game because, like I've mentioned before, we had five or six opportunities to come back when uh, the other teams have been dropping points. And uh, we said that this is what we've been saying since the beginning of the podcast. We need to start winning games. We need to start winning games. Oh, if we win this game, if we, if we win the next two games, if we need... And uh, every time we've had this opportunity, uh, they let us down. And uh, unfortunately, the, the, the problem is that they don't seem to be able to convince us that they can do something different. I wish and I hope that things are, are going to... I don't know. Εγώ λαλώσω ότι ακόμα και χτες το πολλαώσα πριν, αν έδερνες τον Απόλλωναν χτες, θα πιένες για πρωτάθλημα και αφήσεις πάω τρένο για πρωτάθλημα. Αλλά ρε φίλε το momentum, η ομόνια φέτος μια φορά μόνο να κερδίσεις τρία συνεχόμενα παιχνίδια. Εν αποκτήσαν ούτε momentum, ούτε να πεις έχω την τύχη και εκείνον να παίζεις ρε φίλε και να χάνεις. Και παραπάνω πουλά, δεν είναι έναν παιχνίδι. Είναι η απόδοση γενικά, είναι τα λάθη που κάνουμε. So it's not one game for me. It's generally the repetition of the same mistakes over and over and over again and not being able to, to correct them. So... Yeah, for, for me, for me, I don't know if you remember, obviously, I was out in Cyprus, actually. I did the, I did the show in the, in the hotel in the downstairs reception, but it was, it was Bayek. That was the first game when I had the feeling it wasn't to be because as I was saying in the show, it was just the same shit time and time again. And I, and I stated so many instances where, whereby it was, it was basic errors. Passing and moving wasn't happening. It, it was just so disjointed. 
But what did it for me there, the game where I just said, that's it, was uh, Roxa. And we did the show when we called it, like, bye-bye, Baratina. Because, you know, it wasn't just the manner in which we conceded the goals, be it Sadiq's goal, be it Jan conceding the penalty. It was the missed opportunities when, you know, we could have had three or four goals in, in, in that second half. You know, we could have had a couple in the first half. And it was just a combination of everything. The defensive mistakes, the midfield being disjointed, the, the wastefulness in front of goal. I mean, look, EI's miss was bad. But Eric putting the ball in the stands from six yards out, come on. Like, you know it ain't going to be your, t- your day. And you know it ain't going to be your season when things like this happen week in, week out. Yeah. Anyway, I feel it. Um... The season is not done. I mean, there are still things we can chase. Firstly, the cup. And uh, for me, you know, I was going to say I disagree 100% with what you said about not wanting Europe. For me, I want Europe every year. I want Europe every year, man. Not just because of the the experiences, not not just because I believe you, you do become better by playing with better teams. It helps you both um become uh it helps the brand name of the team and it also helps you in the derby games in Cyprus as well and you build a different mentality for, for various reasons you know obvious reasons you know the the, the money uh, and all of that so uh, for me it would be a disaster if we don't make top six our and I can't remember a team that, won the league twice in a in a row okay i'm not going to repeat the same thing the first year not officially the second one officially and had such a a, a fall the next season when everyone expected us to to just widen the gap between the others and and uh, we've been like that so for me we have to we have to fight the the remaining five games which are very very important try and make it in the top six and if we manage to rank fourth but I, I want the cup and I think we have a good opportunity with the cup well do you know what I, I I get what you're saying about the European situation but the the and the things I, I kind of um, show myself in the foot because I didn't clarify why I didn't want European football the, the reason is simple well for me in my head anyway is with the amount of games that we have in Europe okay it's very difficult to mount a title challenge. I know, I know we did it last season, okay? And people are going to say, well, that, that blows your theory out the window. But winning the title is less challenging than retaining it. When you win the title, you get, you get the Champions League qualifiers. We dropped out of that. And then we had the Europa League qualifiers. We dropped out of that. Then we went into the Conference League and it was game after game and it was killing our players, it was absolutely killing them. The reason why I don't want football, European football next season, it gives us the summer to reevaluate everything, to bring in the right players and just mount an assault for the title because it's only one game a week. It's not two games a week. And I'll tell you this for now. Next season, whether it be Ajax, whether it be Abolon, whether it be Aris in, the, in Europe, whether it be them lot, right? They're all going to struggle. They're all going to struggle. If you look at our Northos here, right, just like we did last season, when we got knocked out of Europe, now they've got knocked out of Europe, 
they kicked on. But the difference is, between us and them this season, they've strengthened in areas that they needed to strengthen. And they've got a game changer in Amevada that has carried them all season. We haven't had that this season. We haven't had that. So again, it goes back to transfers. It goes back to restructuring. But again, we don't know what's around the corner. We don't know if Henningberg's job is safe. We don't know what's been going on. There's a question here from Dimitri. We're going to wrap this up in just a moment. The last bit says, why do you think Andrea last night threw Berg under the bus? Now, is that a question to say, why do I think he did it? Or do you believe that he did it? And why did he do it? That's that's what I need to know. Because I, c- I can give you my... Re- I'm not saying that Andrea did. I'm suggesting that merely he was instructed to say this when it came to transfers. Does that make sense? I'm not saying they plucked that out of the air. I'm just guessing that someone said, if you're asked about transfers, this is what we want you to say. Does that make sense? I can't hear you. You're muted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I understand. It makes sense. It makes uh, perfect sense. Actually, there's... there's uh internal problems and there is external problems as well okay do you see a bright future though Roy because to be honest there I'm not one of these doom lords and I'm not sitting here thinking you know oh it's the end of the world and we're not gonna bounce back I'm do you know what to be honest given the last couple of seasons and given all the shit that's gone on I think we've hit rock bottom and that the only way is up so to speak and I, I'm honestly very, very optimistic about next season. As I said at the end of the last, the last show I did on my own, we will be back next season. We will be back. And there's nothing that people are going to do to stop it. I'm telling you. Mark my words. Okay, I feel like I'm going to quickly say what I want to say and let's wrap it up because uh, it's been over an hour and 10 minutes now. Yes, sir. Um, I don't want to believe that what happened the last two and a half years at Omonia is, is the exception of the rule. Because before that, let's just remind a kind reminder to everyone. Remember, we must embrace. We must embrace. We must embrace. We must with the uncertainty around Papa Stavro, with the uncertainty around Berg, with the uncertainty around the players who are running out of contracts. You don't know. So for me, I, I, I want to be optimistic, but on the other hand, I have witnessed really hard times as an Omonia fan for many years. And... Uh, that's what scares me. This is what scares me more, more than anything. That uh, I don't want to go back to uh, not being an attractive destination, not scoring goals, conceding easy goals. And I don't know if, if this is a domino effect at the end of the day. Let's just hope that, you know, just by bringing in a few players... And, uh, you know, giving faith to Berg or whatever, you know, things are going to change. But if we start destroying what we've built, I don't know if I can be very optimistic. But we'll have to wait and see, I think. 
Well, look, as uh, Andrea... People come, people go. Exactly. Exactly. Players come, players leave, managers leave, whatever, but the fans are always going to be there. But, um, you know, if, if we are to believe what Andrea said, that there's money available, then I don't see why this summer we, we just can't go out there and bring in the right players to suit the right system and to go for the title, our title. Roy, yeah. thank you very much. Wrap it up, Filemo. Okay, next, I'm going to say that 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 Total Green, με τις κουέντες που είπε ο Ανδρέας με ο Γιώργος και ο Κώστα. Δυστυχώς γεννιούνται παραπάνω ερωτήματα μέρα με την ημέρα παρά απαντήσεις. Πρέπει να καταλαβαίνουμε εμείς σαν οπαδί ότι δεν μπορούμε να έχουμε ούτε τις απαντήσεις που να μας ικανοποιούν για πολλούς και διάφορους λόγους. Πρέπει να δούμε και να δείξουμε πίστη σε τούτους που έχουν την ομάδα, σημαίνει ότι πρασυφωνούμε 100% και τούτου η έλλειψη επικοινωνίας προκαλεί παραπάνω νευρικότητα και θυμό και ισοπαίδωση πολλές φορές, αλλά δεν είναι άγκη να ισοπαίδωσουμε τα πάντα, τούτο προσπαθούσα να πω και να περάσουμε και σαν podcast το μήνυμα του το πράγμα. Ισορροπία στις αντιδράσεις μας, εντάξει, να είμαστε πίσω από την ομάδα στο βαθμό του δυνατού που μπορούμε, και να κάνουμε υπομονή, δηλαδή δεν θα αναγκάσεις τον Παπασταύρου να πάει να πιάει παίχτην επειδή μουρμουράς του. Δεν θα κάνεις τον Μπέρκ να πάει να πιάει παίχτην αύριο επειδή ευκήγεν ο Ροϊς και ο Στέρτσε κάμα podcast ας πούμε. Οπότε στο τέλος της ημέρας ας σταθούμε ξανά δίπλα από την ομάδα μας, να μην την αφήσουμε να εμπροστατέψουμε εμείς πρώτα επειδή τώρα η ομόνια έχει και εσωτερικά προβλήματα και έχει και εξωτερικά προβλήματα. Εγγύνοι που είναι έξω που προσπαθούν να χτυπήσουν την ομάδα να μην εμπιένει καλά, αλλά εμείς πρέπει να δείξουμε ότι έφερουμε ένα άλλο civil war μες στην ομόνια. Εγώ είμαι του Μπέρκ, εγώ είμαι του Μπέρκ, εγώ είμαι ο Παπασταύρου, εγώ είμαι του Παπασταύρου, εγώ είμαι του Λάρκου, είμαι του Λάρκου, εγώ θέλω να φύγει εκείνος και να φύγει άλλος. Να μην το κάνουν το πράγμα, ρε φίλε. Μόνο η ομόνια πάνω απ' όλα, εντάξει, και να δούμε τι μπορούμε να κάνουμε. Τούτο είναι το πράγμα, μόνο ομόνια, μόνο σύλλα, πάμε σύλλα, πάμε σύλλα, πάμε σύλλα.